0: But I guess that's what I'm good at—is bringing images together by listening to people's stories and hearing what their message is that they want to put out to the world. Simply, this will be one day you'll look back on this day and you'll you'll realise it was one of the best things that ever happened.
1: Hi there, welcome to the Creating Australia podcast. My name is Jessica Reynolds, and I'm a private town planner and business owner based in Brisbane, Queensland. I'm passionate about engaging with the amazing people that make the property and development industry what it is today. In Creating Australia, I want to learn from experts in the industry and share their knowledge and wisdom with you. In each episode, we'll talk with different people and unpack their past experiences and innovative ideas for the future. Join me now for an episode of Creating Australia, where we dive into the industry, exploring local stories, projects, businesses, people, ideas, and more. Welcome to today's episode of the Creating Australia podcast. My guest today is Alana Jane McTernan. I said that correctly, didn't I, Alana?
0: You did. You did.
1: Alana is a master photographer. She's also one of my good friends. Alana, can you please introduce yourself and tell
0: us a bit about what you do day to day? Okay. So Jess, nice to see you. Um, I'm a photographer and a small filmmaker. I started my creative career in portrait photography world. And then that's where I learned the love of storytelling Not long after that, I found a passion for architecture, design, um, and the two slowly merged together to capture people both in place and spaces, Um, and I do that by capturing it through still imagery and motion. So I now work with architects, interior designers, urban urban designers, landscape architects with a focus on bringing not just one size fits all approach, but each project has um, its own sort of life to document. So yeah, that's what I do day to day.
1: So you're definitely a creative.
0: Yes. What
1: (laughs) makes a creative, like how can a creative function in the business world?
0: That's a good question, actually. Um, I guess by spending a lot of time figuring out what we bring to the table that's different, so being able to um, sit down with businesses, whether they're architects again or, you know, whoever it is and figure out how we can tell their story the best way. So sitting down, um, really getting to know who people are as a business, what's their messaging, what what do they want to get out to the world and um, and being able to visual, visually put that together really. So yeah, it can be challenging because we, we've all got different ways of thinking, but I guess that's what I'm good at is bringing images together by listening to people's stories and hearing what their message is that they want to put out to the world simply.
1: That's beautiful. So can we yeah. backtrack a little bit as to how you actually ended up in this architectural photography world because it isn't something that I think most people, you know, at school go, oh, I'm going to start taking photos of architecture it, I'm yeah. sure there was a little bit of a journey can you sort of not gloss over but give us the highlights
0: I'll try I'll try and gloss over for you <laughs> so I'll give you some I'll give you some highlights so I was a very curious kid um, I really always loved and was sort of curious about my surroundings. I grew up watching my dad documenting everything around me um, he was a bit of a dork he liked documenting you know, the streets, every every holiday we went on and he'd do dorky um, voiceovers on the film. And I guess that had a really strong impact on me. I enjoyed looking at his images afterwards and flicking through the films with him. So dad had the camera equipment, which meant uh, it sort of allowed me to, I guess, go and explore and be curious as a kid and start my own storytelling journey. I studied art at school and found the subject to be a really um, peaceful place for me you know that whole you sort of find your home uh, so to speak and so photography was a part of that curriculum and I went and sort of started documenting street photography when I was a teenager I'd just been to a Geoffrey Smart exhibition which had a really strong influence on me and anyone that you know wants to look him up he's a famous Australian painter and um, I started looking at urban spaces around me differently, not just looking at them in a bland way, but actually seeing the beauty in in them. So that's how it all sort of came together for me. It was a very early stage. I had, a there was that curiosity of spaces around me. So I grew up in the city and that was the- uh, oh, That's uh, Brisbane the- City? Yeah, Brisbane City, Brisbane girl. <laughs> Everyone always thinks I'm from the country though, because I think of the way- I talk and and uh, love to have a chat. Uh, so that's all right. I'm so sure yeah. some
1: Southerners would probably think the Brisbane is the country,
0: but yeah, exactly right. Although we're expanding so fast, it's just a lot sometimes. So yeah, maybe I'm a country girl at heart. But yeah, look, being curious about my surroundings was a, a really big thing of interest. So that obviously involved architecture and design around me, really urban places and spaces. So, I then went and studied photography, but uh, my work path started in portrait photography. I did on the side do art and street photography, which I actually won a bunch of awards for. I got most innovative print. I've got, I won Australian Illustrative Photographer of the Year through the AIPP. Then, through that industry, I got my master's. I then went on to judging. Which um I did at a state and sort of national level. And this was really enjoyable for me because it was allowed me to sort of give my knowledge back to the industry. Then I started managing a portrait studio for a long time. And I learned, I learned a lot about managing teams, which we had at in Brisbane, Sydney, and Melbourne. And then um, I got made redundant business, which was sad, but actually probably one of the best things that ever happened to me and I remember my dad saying to me this will be one day you'll look back on this day and you'll you'll realize it was one of the best things that ever happened and it and it's really weird because it's hard to see the light in the dark at the time but to be honest what what year was that
1: if you don't mind me asking. uh,
0: well that was six years ago okay so yep and, um, and it really was because it did get, it kind of give me the push. Um, I had always wanted to start um, sort of my own portrait business but also explore and start working with architects and interior designers and I just needed to, yeah, I just clearly the universe just went, here's your opportunity and then that's when I, um, yeah, I started. So, yeah, for me, I'm pretty blessed it sounds very hippie to say that, but now I get to combine my love of people and place every day in terms of my work and um, continue that j- journey of um, curiosity in um, photography and filmmaking. So, yeah. Yeah, let's get, that's the short version. <laughs> no, I like the short version. My attention span doesn't go that far. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> so six years ago, you've I guess, pivoted your yeah. your niche with photography. Oh. And my understanding of your history is you are a, a somewhat of a self-made woman. You are single, still single yes. men, men out there. <laughs> um, <laughs> single men, uh, not married men. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and you've, you've, you've built this career on your own. Yeah. How has that been? I know for myself, building a business as a single female in the past,
0: it yeah. definitely
1: has its challenges.
0: Yeah, definitely. And so, and I also bought um, my first home uh, when I was 25. So, I, um, <laughs> <You're nice. laughs> so I, yeah, I don't know. I guess you just have a few things in life that you set out to do. How's it been? Look, it's been incredibly challenging, um, but I wouldn't live life any any other way, to be honest. So this is a, this is a chosen path, you know, sort of saying to somebody the other day, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you, you get to realize in life, the more you understand about yourself and what you're here to do, um, what's your journey, all that kind of stuff, you start to recognize like, yes, it's been hard. And there's days where I think imposter imposter syndrome is a real problem <laughs> for everybody, right? I think that affects everyone. But I also wouldn't, yeah, just simply wouldn't live a different life because I like challenges. Um, as I said, curiosity is at the forefront of the way I live. So I'm intrigued at how to tell better stories, how to connect better, you know, how human beings human beings communicate, all of that sort of stuff. So my dad was right. Um, Like I said, it it was very much a a blessing because I've never stepped so much into a path that's felt so right for me, if that makes sense. Yeah, No,
1: it definitely does. Would you recommend that people uh, (laughs) go and start a business and buy a house at the same time? (laughs) No, don't do that at the same time. So <laughs> I do not I recommend it unless you really know it's going to work out.
0: <laughs> yeah, no. As I said, I guess when I when I did buy it, I was working for I was managing a studio, so I was earning a, a good income there. Um, and I, I would say this to people: if you're at a stage in your life where for the next five years, ten years, you've chosen that you want to go and work for other people, and you do know that there is security there, um, yeah definitely look at those investments because those kind of investments long-term down the track can have incredible benefits. It's so, you know, it's challenging some days for me. I'm like, oh, why do I have that mortgage? But equally, you know, I'm sitting in a, I'm sitting here years down the track going, um, how, how amazing is this? It's grown in value. But I also have this beautiful home and this base. Nice um, Queenslander,
1: a Brisbane girl in yes, a Queenslander.
0: Queenslander. That's right. That's right. And I've just renovated my bathroom, so um, that was a bit of fun. But yeah, no, I think uh, be be thoughtful about your decisions that you make. So I'm really lucky, as I said. Well, it's not luck. It's it's a lot of hard work. I chose security at that stage in my life, and I chose to buy a property then, and then. Um, where I'm at now, you know, obviously I could. Well, to be honest, it wasn't ideal because I got made redundant, and it was. It did kind of make me go, you know, I could go and look for more security, or I really could step into this opportunity, and or see it as an opportunity to, um, you know, show my expertise that I've learned over this period of time, and um, yeah, and yeah, honestly, I'm waffling out, you- but.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't know. Well, that's the, that's the Alana way, isn't it? It I, is not it I do yeah. find it very interesting because I, myself, as a, a business owner and also starting my company around that same 25, 26, uh, yeah. I definitely think having a mortgage over my head as a, a single person would have created yeah. a whole bunch of unnecessary yeah. stress. uh <laughs> But let's, you know, rather than becoming a financial advice podcast, how about
0: we? Moving? Probably not best for me, but yeah.
1: <laughs> so, where uh, to from here for you? Like, you've built up uh, obviously some great clients in the architecture mm-hmm. world. Yep. Where to from here? Are you just going to continue to develop your art and your practice, or are you yep. changing
0: the types of clients you're working with? Both. Yeah. Sorry to jump in there both. Uh, To be honest, right now I have, obviously I have an incredible amount of beautiful clients that I work with. And I say beautiful because for me, good clients are clients that really value and see your value and like end of full stop, right? And I don't want to work with everybody. I don't want a million different clients. I want the right clients. And by the right clients, they're the clients that, See um, the value that you can bring, but also you have a connection with. You know, it's not just hot and fast, and here, here's the thing, and then you know we won't ever talk again. It sounds like a relationship, but anyway,
1: it is, though, is. We've talked about this um, a <laughs> lot in the past, and I've I've tried to enact it within my business too is that Mm. you really want to work with people who value you and it just makes your life so much nicer. It's definitely, I think that's a shared value that we have and why we have this friendship is because we both want to feel valued. We both want to be respected Um, Mm -hmm. I myself have sacked a client this week, which is really hard to do when somebody's giving you money and to say, look, I just don't think I can work with you because your values are just too different to mine. And I can see that you're not going to respect it. It could be for a number of reasons why there was that lack of respect. You never know what's going on in people's lives. However, I just don't need that in me, like in my day to day, um, you know, there's enough problems in the world. (laughs) I don't don't need to be you bringing more.
0: Yeah, that's right, hundred percent. Yeah, I think yeah, you've you've labelled it for me. It's value, it's connection, and I'm going to give you, a, I'm going to create something better for you by being able to get to know who you are as well on a deeper level. Because I think we're in a stage where it's not about just pushing things out there anymore. Because there's so much. I mean, that's noise. really dramatic. Part. There is, there's a lot of voice. And I think it's not about having, you know, a million different pictures or a million different videos or a million different things. It's like, sit down and really think about, now I'm getting very serious, but really think about what your message is here as a company or as a person, you know, and I think it's really important for businesses, not only to, um, yeah, think about that as a company, but you know, the value system, like you said, is key because I connect with businesses that I know value, um, you know, whether it's, you know, the environment or whatever it is, but it's, I want to spend more time in getting to know yeah those people and what their messaging is. So it's it's kind of, it sounds like a rotary wheel when I say it over and over again, but it, it really is key because people are going to go. Oh, I saw this thing that this this architect did, and I really value that. And you know, if you value it, you're more likely gonna use them or refer Mm -hmm. them, or you know what I mean? So So it's more emotional.
1: So the way that you're cutting through the noise, obviously, there's a lot of people out there, there's a lot of content creators. Anyone can hmm. be sort of somewhat of a photographer or videographer these days. So your way of cutting through is obviously by being a professional and yes. continuing to you know upgrade your your craft but then your your business model is based on getting to know the people mm-hmm. and their projects on a deeper level yep
0: 100 percent. and that's growing so when you sort of said ask that question before like what am I doing where am I going that's just something that I work on um, all the time so I'm actually at the moment also myself working on what do I want to share. So I've got a tree in my backyard. We'll keep it short about my tree. You people know about <laughs> the tree <it>. story. <laughs> but I'm making a film about the tree. It's very I'm dramatic. Like, it's very dramatic. I'm a creative. <laughs> but my messaging my messaging is stopping and you know people just stop and and really um think about the beauty it's a tree that's been in the backyard for 70 years there's a there's a history there it's almost to me it's a living organism that we should be more mindful of and there's a care so i i just i just want to show it in its own um its own light before it gets chopped down yes. so that's me yes. that, that was the story yeah. yeah so your your
1: neighbor mm-hmm. bought a property and they're going to cut down this very old tree that you have a very strong emotional attachment to yeah, and correct. it's been a bit of a story there so everybody look out for Alana's what what are you giving the title of the tree story I don't mean to laugh it, it no no no, very- no no no
0: no it doesn't bother me and that's the thing it doesn't bother- it'll connect with whoever whoever wants to connect with it so um I have no idea what the title is yet I'm just be honest, it's actually emotional looking at the imagery of, of the tree, it's a really beautiful thing. So, um, okay. yeah. I'm glad so you've got cool. enough emotions for the two of us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> I definitely respect and love <laughs> trees, but also I'm in that developer world, and yeah. it's um, right. it's, it's very hard to feel yeah. that strongly about every tree, otherwise, I'd probably be crying myself to sleep every night. No, I know most most people are pretty good we've got some good developers at the moment who actually want to retain trees and see their
0: value yeah yeah and look I understand there's scenarios and and there's things I'm not I'm not completely oblivious I'm just wanting to stop for a moment and and say let's let's just celebrate this it's not just this tree it's it's obviously the bigger thinking and narrative of of trees and and land and space so yeah no, it's awful.
1: Awesome. <laughs> Isn't that? not at all? Is there anything
0: else you'd like to share with us? Um, I've written down because I knew you could ask that question. So I think, like, it depends on who's listening and what they want to take away from it. But I think for me, if, if I was listening and I was thinking I wanted to get into any this t- type of work or really t- any type of work, my thing would be go back to, and I've been on repeat about it, is be curious be curious about what you, you know, want to put out into this world, but also be curious about, you know, whether it's wanting to photograph architecture and, like, what is it inside of you that you want to really tell? At the moment, for me, another message would be love and kindness, which I know I sound hippie, but I think the world needs a lot a lot more love and, and kindness and respect. Um, I, I just want to put that out there. Um, uh and 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 I think also yeah spend time on personal projects so for me doing this tree thing um well not tree thing tree story it really sometimes you can feel like personal projects they take up a lot of your time and you go "Well, where am I going to fit that in also but I think it really does expand your conscious thinking and that really um, rolls into your work so for you it'd be like just this obviously started out as a something that you were curious in doing because you were curious about people and um how they do how they work and you wanted to put that out into the world which I think is amazing and I'm so proud of you (laughs) um thank you so yeah I think um and and look at where we where you where you've come to like it's amazing so I think work on those projects because they're the things that you know yeah shine and allow you know like yes we can do our jobs but this is something that people are really going to go yeah how amazing is Jess you know putting us out there
1: yeah well I just want to say that that's the point of the podcast how amazing is Jess thank you (laughs) finally (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's
0: funny. Yeah. I just yeah, I just I'm sorry. so So is
1: that success to you? Is success to you being able to proceed with your curiosities and exploring them? 100%. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. good. So if people want to contact you, what is the best way? I would go to my website or my or the gram, the good old gram. Although I do try not to be on that. It's very hard.
1: Um, So, how (laughs) how do people, what's your spelling of your name?
0: So, it's A L A N N A J A Y N E M for Mary, C for Cat, T for Tom, I E R N A N dot com. So, that's the website. And then I think my Instagram, how funny is that? I think it's just, yeah, at Alana Jane McTeenan. So I'm sure you'll have links and things, but yeah, that's how I'm making
1: a lot of assumptions there. Thank you so much
0: for
1: for joining us today. Oh, that's cool. Thank you, Dylan. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Creating Australia. Don't forget to subscribe and join us on our socials to keep updated on our latest content on Creating Australia. I love talking about everything to do with people, property, and development. So if you have something you'd like me to explore, let me know by searching Creating Australia on Instagram or searching Jessica Reynolds on LinkedIn.